Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to God's Word for Life. I'm your host, Jonathan McClintock. This is episode number 31. This is a lesson companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word Fall 2020 lesson manual or student workbook and turn to lesson number 12 intended for November 22nd, 2020, the lesson entitled Freeing the Oppressed. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bible, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. All right, before we look into God's Word together, if you want to go ahead and turn to Nehemiah chapter 5, Nehemiah chapter 5, we'll read from there in just a moment. Before that, there's really no short list of things in this life that make us mad. You ever get mad at long checkout lines or short green lights or when you can't find your keys or when you can't find your phone or your car won't start or your husband won't work or traffic's slow or computer's slow or phone locks up or we get locked out? But those don't begin to touch the real reasons we get angry. Many have been lied on or lied to. You've been ignored or abandoned, neglected, abused, or betrayed. Hearing that list makes us realize that waiting a few extra seconds at a green light because the driver in front of you is not paying attention is really not a legitimate reason to be angry. But injustice has always been a reason for just people to become upset. Our blood pressure should rise when we hear real stories about world hunger and homelessness and oppression and genocide and infanticide. Injustice should anger us like it angered Nehemiah. When he heard about how rich the rich people were oppressing the poor, even selling them into slavery, he became visibly angry. He demanded justice. The rulers of the people restored what they had stolen from their brothers and sisters. They restored much more than their property. They restored their dignity and their humanity. There is a Christian response to injustice. It's not violence against the oppressors, but it's love for those who are oppressed. Love must be our motive to help us right the wrongs in our world. And we're going to look at an interesting passage and and story here briefly, just the verses here, Nehemiah chapter 5. You want to turn there? We're going to look at this lesson entitled Freeing the Oppressed. And the focus thought for this lesson is God wants us to help those who are oppressed. let's look at our text here today, Nehemiah chapter 5. We're going to read verses 1 through 11. Verse 1 says, And there was a great cry of the people and of their wives against their brethren, the Jews. For there were that said, We, our sons and our daughters, are many. Therefore we take up corn for them, that we may eat and live. Some also there were that said, We have mortgaged our lands and vineyards and houses, that we might buy corn because of the dearth or the famine. Verse 4, there were also that said, we borrowed money from the king's tribute and that upon our lands and our vineyards, yet now our flesh is the flesh of our brethren, our children is their children, and lo, we bring into bondage our sons and our daughters to be servants, and some of our daughters are brought into bondage already. 
neither is it in our power to redeem them, for other men have our lands and vineyards. And then Nehemiah in verse 6 says, And I was very angry when I heard their cry and these words. Then I consulted with myself, and I rebuked the nobles and the rulers, and said unto them, Ye exact usury, every one of his brother, and I set a great assembly against them. And I said to them, We, after our ability, have redeemed our brethren the Jews, which were sold to the heathen, and will ye even sell your brethren? Or shall they be sold unto us? Then held they their peace, and found nothing to answer. Also I said, It is not good that ye do. Ought ye not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen, our enemies? I likewise and my brethren and my servants might exact of them money and corn. I pray you, let us leave off this usury. And verse number 11, it's our focus verse for the day. Restore, I pray you, to them even this day, their lands, their vineyards, their oliveyards, and their houses, also the hundredth part of the money and of the corn, the wine, and the oil that ye exact of them. God wants us to help those who are oppressed. No doubt, just as our opening said, it ought to concern us and anger us and upset us when we look around our world, the nation we live in, the country we live in, and it ought to anger us when we see people who are oppressed, when we see people who we like, we just refer to them as less fortunate, but oftentimes it's people who are pressed down, people who are taken advantage of, and people who are mistreated, and people who are abused. It ought to anger us when we see things like child sex trafficking and 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 and, and some areas of homelessness and 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 people who who are just mistreated and in a way looked down upon and not given the opportunity, not shown the love and the mercy that they really, as human beings, as people made in the image of God, ought to be shown. If we look in this passage, Nehemiah chapter number five, now this is this is just after chapter 4 where they're building and the opposition we talked about last week and the opposition they're facing from Sanballat, Tobiah, and the Ammonites and all these people. And yet, in the midst of all this, there is still residual effect of the devastation that Jerusalem and the city has faced over the years. And Nehemiah has come back and he's trying to rebuild the wall. He's trying to start somewhere. But in the midst of all this, he begins to hear the cries of his very own people. And in verses 1 through 5, we see these people crying. He said, these, we are being mistreated. That we are, we are being, our, our children are being sold into slavery. We've had to mortgage our lands and our vineyards, all these things that we own, just so we could buy food. They are, they are taxing us. They're overbearing. They're doing all these kind of things. And, and they said, look, we, we look just like them. Uh, we, we are, we're the same people, the same race, the same, we, we're all children of God and, and we're being mistreated or being oppressed. What causes people to mistreat other people? What causes people to mistreat other people? What, what obsesses somebody to look at someone just because they don't have as much money as them? And to look down on them and to talk about them and to be rude to them and be mean to them and and push them when they're down. What causes somebody to look at another individual who just looks different than them? Whether it be 
that because they're a different color or have a different race or a different background or because they don't dress like they dress and they and they don't look like they look what causes and possesses somebody to just because they're different causes that person to oppress them and mistreat them and treat them badly what what possesses somebody to do that i don't understand it and yet this is what's happening here in this chapter nehemiah there are people who are being misused and abused and 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 really they look the same they're from the same background it's just but in in this instance it's it's poor it's a rich people oppressing the poor that's been and, and it, this has been a plague on the uh, on humanity from the beginning of time for some reason people who are not like us or don't look like us or don't act like us or don't come from the same background or don't dress like us we some there's something inside this fallen nature of humanity that some people ca- causes them to mistreat others but that is not right and we're going to talk about that today because God is actually on the side of the oppressed. So we see Nehemiah dealing with this situation. And verse 6, Nehemiah says, I was very angry. When I heard them tell me what was going on, I was angry. And he said, I consulted with myself. He said, I, I, I just talked to myself. I didn't go ask anybody else what I should do. He said, I just, I just talked to myself for a minute. I pumped myself up and I began to rebuke everybody in leadership. You guys are allowing this to happen. You guys in leadership and government are allowing this to take place. And he began to rebuke them. You, you've, been, you've been overtaxing your own brethren, overtaxing people, your own people. You've been mistreating them. And, I, and, and he began to tell them, he said, we have to treat them right. We've got to stop doing this. You've got to stop doing this. You ought, you ought to walk in the fear. Of, you ought to fear God for the way you're treating other people. You ought to be afraid. God is not happy with you. God is angry with you. You ought to be, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves for treating. Do you, you even treat your enemies like this? I want to ask you this question when think about these verses. What should our attitude and response be when we see people oppressed or mistreated? What should our attitude and response be when we see somebody oppressed and mistreated? I think sometimes we're just scared to get involved, right? Oh, well, not only, and sometimes not only just scared to get involved, but instead you don't want to, you don't want to take the time to get involved. You don't want to. You don't want to mess up your schedule. It's like the it's like the Levite and the priest in the in the parable of the Good Samaritan. I, I'm busy. I've got better, more th- important things to take care of. And this guy doesn't look like me. And this guy doesn't. He's not. He he he's not one of my people. And so I, I don't care. I got too many busy things. Too many other things I need to do. I'm too busy. And who was the who was the one praised in that story? It was the one that actually stopped. It was the one that actually stopped and helped the individual. What should our attitude and response be when we see people oppressed and mistreated? Well, here's what Nehemiah told the people. Verse number 11, it's our focus verse. He said, restore, I pray you, to them even this day, their lands, their vineyards, their oliveyards, their houses, also the hundredth part of their money. I can see him saying, down to the last penny. Don't, don't spare anything. Whatever is owed them, give it down to the last penny penny whatever you've 
asked too much of them for, whatever you've taken too much, I want you to give it back. It's like it's like that spirit that came over Zacchaeus when Jesus came and stopped and said, Zacchaeus, I'm going to your house today. And what, that spirit that overcame Zacchaeus was, I'm going to pay him back. I, I'm going to pay him back tenfold. I'm going to pay him back more than I even took from him. There's a spirit when the spirit of Jesus Christ gets on you, when the holy if we Holy Ghost filled people should not stand for oppression in people's lives. Holy Ghost filled people, there ought to be something rise up in us as Holy Ghost filled people. The Spirit of God is for the oppressed. The Spirit is God of God is for those who are mistreated. And if you're on the other side, woe is you. And you better be very careful and you better turn your heart and fear God because God will not stand for those who oppress other people. Instead, God, this spirit that came over Nehemiah, the spirit that came over Zacchaeus, I'm going to pay him back. I'm going to make sure I do whatever I can to not mistreat them anymore and instead restore back to them. But perhaps you're not one that's mistreated. Hopefully you haven't been one that's mistreated and oppressed anybody. But still, as Christians and as believers, as Holy Ghost-filled apostolics, especially those who are spirit-filled, there ought to be something that rises up in us to stand up for the oppressed and help those who are being mistreated. I know it's impossible for one individual, it's impossible for you as one individual, me as one individual, to 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 reach out and 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 right every wrong in the world. There are so many things. We you can read it in in the United States there's too many people that are homeless and too many people that go hungry. In the United States there's sex trafficking. In in in, in Africa there's sex trafficking, there's abuse, there's there's gangs, there's there's evil people who are killing people just because of the, they're in the wrong tribe there's there's evil people in 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 asian nations and there's evil people in in all across the world there's there's all all kinds of injustices that are going on all kinds of 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 people who are being mistreated and people are being mis- and abused and it can seem overwhelming how in the world can i one individual how can i how can i help the oppressed well here is what we need to do this week. We can't, we have to respond. If you're a spirit-filled believer, you have no choice but to help those who are oppressed because that's what God wants us to do. So here's a couple calls to action for this week. Number one, pray for those who are oppressed. Pray for those who are oppressed. Think about those who are being mistreated. Think about that homeless person. You And, and you. I'm not saying... We, we're not called to try to figure out the person's situation, why they're there, and think they ought not be there. That's, that's not our call. Somehow, life's led them there. We're called to, we need to pray for those who are being pressed, pray for those who are being abused, pray for those who are being mistreated. We need to make it a matter of prayer this week. Make it a matter of prayer this week. And then the second thing is, find someone to minister to. Find someone to serve. Find someone you can help this week. We must respond. We can't ignore those who are oppressed. We can't fix it all. There's no way. But we can start trying to make a difference where we are right now in our lives. Dear Lord Jesus, I pray. I pray you would forgive us for not stepping in and helping those who are oppressed. 
I pray you'd forgive us for those situations that we have turned a blind eye to, that we have not wanted to get our hands dirty. We haven't wanted to to, to minister, to really help those who are hurting because we know it's going to get us dirty and it's going to cause us to be uncomfortable. Lord, forgive us for that attitude and forgive us for that spirit that has that we have let keep us from doing what your heart says we ought to do. I pray for all these situations, people that are hurting, oppressed, abused in our world. I pray, God, that you bring their bring, be a help and a healing and a strength. God, free those that are oppressed. Lift them up, God. Help us to be able to reach them. Help us to be able to help them, God. I pray in Jesus' name. Help us this week. Those listening to this podcast right now, help us, oh God, to find someone this week. Lead us to someone to serve, to help, to minister to, to reach out, to encourage. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.